Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. I'm your host, Chris Sands, and today we're joined in studio with uh, Tony Prebula. That works, yeah. <laughs> well, that that definitely that's that's uh, has the My same. My family comments. always argues. They don't oh, know. How I, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we had this conversation the first time you were yeah. on that. There, there's the internal debates on the proper way to. We'll yeah. just go with mine then. I'm right. There you go. I'll take it. No one's uh, here to I disagree with you. Uh, Tony is the founder and owner of Saints Row Brewing Company. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Saints Row Brewing. There's okay. a Saints Row no Brewing company. company in the UK. Oh, is there? Yeah. So they uh, send you a cease and desist yet? No, not yet. I don't think we've we've communicated. We actually might do a collaboration. I mean, we'll talk about. It. We might do a collaboration with somebody in the UK. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It should be fun. Or like virtual collaboration, or one are you going to fly out to the other? I think. Well, I think we're going to send them a recipe for like an American style beer, uh-huh. and they'll send us a recipe for like a traditional English style beer, and then we'll brew it at each location, and maybe have like a virtual launch party or something. I don't know. That seems unfair to you, though. Yeah. Well, you unfair to, to them because I have to. I have to give them a nice, big, hefty like recipe that they use a lot of hops and you know. Yeah, but all they're, sorts of they're probably gonna send you some lame, boring. <laughs> well, Dan will be happy. Something. If you need a liaison to go out there and really, you know, make sure it's going right. That's true. I'll yeah. sign up. And th- that new voice <laughs> is uh, you're fairly new, new. Could, Very could new. Be. Fairly new, yeah. Um, assistant brewer, Rich McPhee. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Thanks for uh, coming in with them. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. So we were supposed to be brewing a beer today with... Um, Mike. With Mike from Idiom. Yeah. Uh, he bailed on us because <laughs> he's a loser. And, uh, so Chris we, said it, not me, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured, eh, why not? We just... Drink yeah. some beer and talk in front of some mics instead. Yeah, I figured I was gonna be in. I was gonna be up in Frederick anyway, so gave you a call last night. It's like, hey, uh, want to just hang out, chat, drink some beer, and you know, burn some time. I think probably by the time this is released, the beer will have been released because now we're supposed to. Um, so Graham used to used to give me crap just for saying something <laughs> to someone about moving a mic now he just gets up and <laughs> does it in the middle of a show it wasn't in a shot <laughs> oh <laughs> you were talking i could stop at any second those are called cutaways <laughs> <laughs> we need a cam on Graham now i think yeah get a camera yeah, on him you need that producer cam that just <laughs> shoots every, every yeah every once in a while it's all blurry yeah, there's a lot of YouTube channels that do that. Like ones I watch where like there's the Yeah, that's like the radio. Yeah. The producer cam goes on like you're over time, it's commercial. Yeah. So this will probably come out in about a month. Right. Most likely the beer would have already come out. Uh I would, I would expect to be hopefully next week we'll be brewing it, so um, we'll so hope most likely if you're listening to this, you'll be able to try the beer. Yeah. Um, I can't It'll be delicious. Yeah. Most likely. No, I'm, unless yeah. I screw it up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we'll, I think we'll be good. Um, so the last time you were on was a long time ago, like two years ago. Yeah. Right after, shortly after we opened. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so actually I think that's long enough ago and we have 
way more listeners now that we should just rehash yeah. your story yeah introduce you to yeah so audience. we are uh, saints row brewing a very small family-owned and run company for the most part like a pico uh, brewery i mean is that, essentially is that what's next tabletop, down from a nano? right all the, the countertop <laughs> isn't that there's something like it's, it's like a pico, yeah, it's a brew. pico yeah. brew yeah we run they lots also, of little pico brews at the same time <laughs> to make our volume no. they also sell a um a device for making essential making essential oils in air quotes That's, okay they sell a still <laughs> okay oh right right okay oh man uh yeah we're i mean i guess i don't even think nano brewery is a technical term but more often than not that's the way people would describe us so we run a three barrel brew house well, three and a half barrel brew house uh we have four three barrel fermenters two four barrel fermenters about 90 percent, 95 percent of everything we brew is sold in-house um, so mostly draft and then every now and then more often now we'll have special can releases and things like that but yeah we've been open for two and a half years now i started out brewing in baltimore uh, with union craft i was there from the end of 2011 as an intern um, to eventually uh, being trained up as a lead brewer uh, under the direction of kevin and i was there until beginning of 2016 definitely a good person to learn from yeah yeah and i think we've tried to well everything we've done so far has been based on things that i learned the approach to recipe formulation respecting styles to um the, our approach to how we try to run our tap room and our business has just been based on things that I saw them doing because I got in pretty early when they first opened up and I liked what they had going on there in Baltimore and obviously it's very successful and what you see that they're doing and you know so great place to learn and, and get my start for sure what's what size brew house did they have at their original location it was still kind of big right yeah we ran a 20 barrel yeah, uh, so yeah the, the very first brew house was a 20 barrel brew house what's true because they opened when you really had to go right into distribution which you would want to right yeah i don't yeah i think before of, they opened you weren't even allowed to do pints yeah. in house and things like I that think they had just starting allowed to have a tap room where you could do samples if you right. took a tour <laughs> right yeah, yeah 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 um so yeah they started out with pretty big large brew house yeah. 20 barrel a couple 40 barrel fermenters eventually they added you know the 60s and the rest is history you obviously know what they have going on right now yeah. it's, it's really massive and cool yeah I mean, I just last week um, interviewed one of the owners of um, Crooked Run, and they pretty much started the same size as you. Okay. Actually, it may how how large is Saints Row? Like uh, square footage. Square wise? footage. We are three thousand square feet. Actually, you're way larger. Yeah. They were. I think the original place was. Actually, I'm not even gonna say. But I believe it was under a thousand square feet. Okay. Like it is, I've it seen is, pictures of it. Yeah. It is tiny. I mean, I think where they were brewing is probably smaller than this room that we're in right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. The place was tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah. The original still in Leesburg, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah, still yeah. have the original location. Yeah, that's like shoulder to shoulder of the yep. bar. You can barely kind of squeeze in. <laughs> and that's if there's three people there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love those spots yeah. though. They're so fun. But uh yeah, so we are we're still around having fun, still really small. We're finally starting to break into uh some distribution here and there. So we we send most of our stuff to uh it's like a liquor store deli down the street from us called Gillies. Great sandwiches. They've been very supportive. We're a Rockville brewery. They're a Rockville establishment. So whenever we do distribute, it's more often than not through them. And now we've started to get into Frederick every now and then. We'll be back uh, at the end of this month to Roast House. No, it was last month. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. At, uh, and yeah. Um, 
hopefully we will win a third. Yeah, because that, that's your third round for yeah. the um, roast house spaghetti dinner battles. Yeah. So first you beat who's the first? There was tr- was a true roast Mike. Food? Okay, you took Mike <laughs> down first. Yeah, that was back in uh, November. Um, who was the most recent one? The Midnight, Midnight Run. Run. You yeah. took them down. Yeah. Um, so we're up against. Were hysteria. you intimidated? Uh, I've been afraid to beat them, kind of, because. Uh, I don't know. I roll pretty deep. Rick is, Rick is kind of big. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, luckily enough, because we're so small, I don't think he would have recognized me. Yeah, he, he just, just thinks he's like, oh, there's some guy coming with his family to eat yeah. dinner, whatever. Yeah, the red beard and flaming hair doesn't give anything away. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the, the first time they asked us to do it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. This will be fun. And so, like, we went up, and I was like, oh, man, it's like it's idiom. Like, you know, the darling, like one of the darlings of Frederick Beer right now, like people are going to be like, oh, and somehow we we eked out an, an upset, I would say. Um, but now I'm like, like oh, you dang. brought enough bribery cash, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but now that we've, I mean, we've won a second time. I'm like, oh, like I, I kind of want to keep going. I can't remember who there was. Um, I think it was Diamondback was on a long run. Cool. I think it was them. I can't remember for sure. But recently there was another brewery that was. Yeah. Had a pretty Oof. long run of. I kind of want to be the Ken Jennings, you know. I just want to like, yeah. keep going. The just pressure's going. on, man. <laughs> At this point, but it'll be fun. We're going up against Hysteria, so. Well, so uh, allegedly, um, the producers of Jeopardy rigged the show for him to lose. Like the same with um, the gambler guy, whatever uh, his name was, Holitzer. Holitzer. I mean, no. I don't know. Not They're all know. playing again right now. Yeah. But I, I watched the YouTube video. Like, how, like there's a bunch of people that have theories. And apparently, there's this whole group of people that obsess over Jeopardy. <laughs> and they give every episode Jeopardy a score on how hard it is based on, like, <laughs> there's this formula of calculations of how they decide how hard an episode is. Oh, and so, like, when they compared all those numbers and everything for when jennings lost and when um the other guy whose name we can't remember yeah. lost <laughs> like the those those episodes were anomalies compared to the uh. average of everything else so what i'm getting at is that you got to watch out for roast house somehow. oh yeah <laughs> that's true well it's hard whenever Making we show up i show up with a three-year-old and a three-month-old yeah. they, they're just like oh, i can't do it to him yeah. <laughs> start handing around the bait around the table <laughs> this is my daughter <laughs> Oh man, but it'll be fun. So is going that, back to, to is that your tri- do you go around during I mean, the like the, I'm like the mayor. Your... I'm like the mayor of Frederick yeah. when I show up with the baby and I'm just like, "Here, hold this baby." <laughs> hey, while, uh, while you're voting, do you want to hold my baby? <laughs> yeah. She smells really good. <laughs> but uh no, I think we're and I'm excited to be back and now we're like not that we're not haven't been taking it seriously, but it's fun. It's like it's fun and it gives our staff a good opportunity to get yeah. out there every now and then and so now that we're up against hysteria, it should be uh, a good matchup. We're going to bring some fun stuff with Which us. Which I haven't talked about it at all yet on the show. But right about now, there should also be a beer that I'm brewing with hysteria coming all out. All right. Which hopefully there will be some funny things yeah. associated around it with Ty and I. Okay. All right. Because Ty isn't a hilarious guy. <laughs> I have not. I need to get out more and meet more of the people. You know? You've never met Ty? No. I mean, like. Hopefully he comes out for. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, because he is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've, I I recognize the name and I've seen him and and whatnot. You know, being in the industry, you'll recognize people. Yeah. But pretty much because of the way we run things, I 
it's live, at the brewery. live at the brewery and then when i'm not at the brewery like i'm home sleeping or you know rocking a, a little one to sleep or something like that well speaking of roast house pub and mom's spaghetti dinner um we're gonna take a real quick sponsor break to thank them for their continued support of the podcast um and then we get back uh, i don't know we'll talk about something cool Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, on spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday? So, have you um, looked into or started any planning of expanding or anything yeah. like that? Yeah. So we have at the, uh, maybe like two, two and a half years left on our current lease where we are right now. And as much as we'd love to stay right there, it's just not feasible. Yeah, like there's we're not out much gro- yeah. room for growth there. Yeah, there's not much room for growth. Um, we'd like to move into a. Sp- a space that we can really kind of build out to accommodate the needs of our guests and, you know, people coming to the tap room and you've been to our spot. So, you know, like we made everything work on like a really small shoestring yeah. budget, you know, my wife and I put it all together and um, obviously we've shown proof of concept and people are really enjoying it. Um, so we would like to find a place that we can really finally sink our teeth into and, and really build it out. So it's like a really nice fun venue besides just coming by to enjoy yeah. some I quality mean, I think that's a, that is a really good way to approach it, though. I mean, that's how old mother started, and and they're like right. what they have now. Yeah. Um, and going back to talking to Crooked Run last week, I didn't realize that. I would have assumed that they had like a large investment group, but I think he said they opened on like forty five thousand dollars. Wow! And yeah. that that's why they had. I want to say it was like 600 square feet. It's That's like crazy. And a one, I think it was a one-barrel system, not even a three-barrel. No, it wow. had to have been a three-barrel. I don't know. A we started We started on one and a half. Yeah. So when we first opened, oh, we've so actually, yeah, expanded. we've already, yeah, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> we've already expanded. Uh, so we started on the one and a half. So we used to double brew everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's plans for more expansion, changing the way we do distribution. So we're looking to start. We have, like, core beers that we do very frequently throughout mm-hmm. the year it's not always available but we have six that we do pretty regularly throughout the year and so we're probably going to start which doing ones are those so it's our double dry hop saison hopostolic our american ipa return of the space cowboy our english brown ale our london brown ale uh, on baker street our cuban coffee milk stout bebon cachao and then you and brendan with your damn brown ales <laughs> i mean yeah no i i hear you no, he's, yeah. Brendan, if you're listening, it's all good, man. I got your back. <laughs> uh, what are the other two? Oh, our Pacific Lager. And then we also have a Hazy IPA. So those are the six that we do pretty frequently throughout the year. And so we're probably going to start transitioning now that we have larger volume tanks that we're finally kind of getting a feel for, um, turning those over more into uh, distribution-focused uh, volumes, things like that. Yeah, because it, it's only what within the last few months that you started sending anything outside of the brewery right yeah yeah i think we actually towards the end of last year uh june actually this summer yeah this summer a little longer than i yeah i have no concept of time yeah (laughs) it's all blurring together for me anyway so 
but uh, yeah, we started distribution uh, in June, and so yeah, we've been doing all Gillies. We've done a couple other accounts. So like, if you're in Montgomery County, downtown Crown's a big one. Um, they're in Gaithersburg. We've also gone to Brew Belly, um, but mostly it's just it's just Gillies. Yeah. And for the, of ease. And for the most part, you're only sending out kegs, right? Uh, yeah, the, we'll do had, both. You did a few cans to yeah. um, Gillies before, right? Yeah, we'll do both. They mostly will take um, kegs, but like we sent a. Uh, we sent them a couple cases of the dark necessities that okay. we brought with us. I sent them a couple cases of a beer we had called Vanilla Connection, which is essentially was Rainbow Connection, but we added uh, vanilla conditioning to it as well. So, um, yeah, they'll take cases was more often than that. Vanilla Caviar? or The Altar of Vanilla Caviar? Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. really good. That one was <laughs> a uh, expensive beer to make. <laughs> because of the amount of vanilla? Uh, well, I mean, vanilla is, yeah, vanilla is expensive, yeah. but also just the sheer amount of hopping we did. And, okay. And it, I mean, on our scale, it's easier to get away with it because, I mean, three barrels, and you're only using however many pounds per barrel as opposed to a giant 20, 40, 60 barrel system, and you're just shooting hops out the bottom of the tank for, you know, hours on end. <laughs> and, um... Is vanilla still like gold right now, or has it come like it's always expensive? But yeah. I remember for a while there were even like articles in mainstream news sources talking about how astronomical the price of vanilla was for like a bad crop or something like that. You know, um, I, I maybe we use so I can't speak for everybody, but like at Saints Row, we use whole vanilla bean, and the price from what I've seen over the last year or two has been pretty consistent. I do know there are some people who will use, um, like, the pressed vanilla actual caviar, uh-huh. like that stuff that you have scraped out, so it's already kind of concentrated. There's less, you know, uh, hand processing and things like that. So I'm not sure what those okay. kind of um, ingredients would cost, but we we use whole vanilla bean, and we just process it all in-house. And it's been pretty consistent. Um, but vanilla is gold. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. You can't go wrong with it. Um, and you, you pretty much do every style right you're not really i wouldn't even say like you have a style that you focus on you no i don't no i mean i don't know you just like to try you like to keep it interesting and we like to you know just something new and something uh creative is uh is really the goal yeah i think it's also because we have six taps that are always rotating we Mm -hmm. need to try to make sure that the the tap list that we have at any given time is going to be diverse enough for yeah. anybody who walks through our door, um, so yeah, we we don't stick to any one specific style. It is one thing that we try to do more often than not. We try to make sure we're just keeping our taps diverse. And I mean, obviously, because certain styles move faster and more frequently, we have to brew those more yeah. often than not. But um, not like we favor. Eh, I don't know. I like saisons, so I'll always try to throw one in there if there's anything. <laughs> Anybody whose favorite beer is a saison, you know that you're gonna get like a, a draft board with a level of creativity in it. Oh man! So it, what, I need to bre- I need to brew you a smoked beer. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I would actually try it though because I appreciate it. So the, what was the the first beer we drank? What was that? Uh, the first one we did was a salted lime white ale. Yeah. Uh, called the Beast and the Harlot. Um, I typically don't like wits, or is it a wit or just a white ale? It's a whip. Yeah. yeah. So I typically don't like. You basically brought three styles of beers I don't <laughs> like. So I'm here I, to push your buttons, man. But no, I really like that one. Thank you. It was Thank really you good. Um, so now, well, so I I can't say I don't like um, black IPAs. They 
I just I feel like black IPAs are a dangerous style to right. try because they're either really good or they're awful. Oh yeah. In in my experience of trying them, so we'll, I'll let you know which category this one <laughs> falls in in a second. <laughs> So this is a black double IPA. We actually did it last year as From well. From the aroma, I can this falls in the category of good, I bet. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think with it, what ends up happening, too, is it's just one of these things that you're like, okay, which direction is this beer going to go in? Yeah, like, it's th- got dark is, color. This is the good direction. I appreciate it. There's Well, because like some black IPAs are super just heavy malt sweetness and uh, right. like almost no discernible bitterness. And, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the problem with these dark beers. You're like, all right, there's a dark beer. It's supposed to be hoppy. Like, how do you balance those yeah. two components? And, yeah, I'm really happy the way this one came out. So this one is – so essentially we just we brewed a really dry IPA, and then we added um, a specialty roasted malt where they remove the dark, grainy husk after it's been roasted. So you don't get a lot of that really burnt acid kind of character. So you get yeah. a lot of the color without that really heavy chocolate that, or that, yeah, coffee. Yeah, that's – well, not even coffee or chocolate flavors, but some of the bad black IPAs I've had, mm. it's more like it's pushing to like a smoky taste, oh, yeah. and that's what I don't like. Well, it's like that charcoal. So you think about it, roasted yeah. malt, you know, all that like really harsh, burnt, Gross, charcoaly kind of stuff. Yeah, smoky taste. Yeah. So that's why we use the de dehusked black malt. Okay. So it removes that. So you still get a lot of the color with a lot of the like nice nuanced dark flavors without that really harsh um, roasted character. Yeah. And this one came out, I mean, we ref- refined this beer in particular over the last couple of times to really kind of narrow it in. Yeah. And I think you know, it just keeps getting better. Yeah. I think the first, this will be, this will be third, the third right? time we've done this one. Yeah. So we did it the first December we opened up. So we've done it every December since then. Um, and the first time it was just much more hop punch. Uh, we still have, we've kept the grain bowl pretty similar, but we've been trying to find more of a balance. And so this is the third iteration and it's, very much balanced. It's not too heavy, heavy-handed with you know hop and bitterness, but it's got a nice pine earthy aroma and a nice balanced bitterness that I think works with the with the darker roast. Did you went to school for brewing, right? Or uh, yeah, okay. yeah, School of Hard Knocks, Baltimore. You know, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I was at the American Brewers Guild. Okay, um, they have uh, they have a camp. I don't want to say campus, but they have a brewing school, uh, a brewing facility in Middlebury, Vermont, and you take your classes online. And so I did the intensive brewing science and engineering program. So it's all like book work, theory, uh, designing brew houses, understanding like crazy things like your flow, you know, within a certain pump, you know, all, like the stuff that I would never would want to have to deal with because I'm not a math guy, but like yeah. I learned it, right? Um, and so while I was doing that, I is how I got my internship at Union because I reached out to them as they were opening up. I told them that I was just accepted to this program and I wanted to get some hands-on experience while I was doing all the theory and whatnot. And so, uh, yeah, I went to brewing school. I thought so. I mean, what just so like the thing, the comparison of the dehusked. Oh, and, right. Like those that like I feel like are those the types of things you learn at a brewing school, or is that something you learn just from experimenting? Um, or like, so how do you keep up to date on brewing techniques? And, right. Well, luckily enough, the Brewers Association of Maryland has conferences, so we get the chance to go to those whenever I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Um, like the technical summit? Yeah, techni- exactly, exactly. Uh, things like that. Also, just reading stuff that's coming out. So Scott over at Sapwoods obviously has his books out there, and yeah. I just started reading some of his um, some of his writings and things like that. Because obviously, 
they're doing some really good stuff over there yeah. and people are enjoying that. And so when we're trying to change our approach to, you know, those hazier beers, that those really juicy ones that they're doing a really great job with, like I want to know exactly what he's got going on. So it's just a matter of reading. I um, bought both their books. Okay. I yeah, read yeah. neither of them. <laughs> That's okay. You can leave it to me. <laughs> I have a stack of books on my desk of things I fully intend on reading someday. Right. But it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Intense half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I think it's just mostly just well, also just having conversations with other brewers. Mm-hmm. See what they got going on. Seeing what they're experiencing. Um, so like we work right up the street from True Respite. And so I see Kenny once or twice a week, and so he and I are always chatting about whatever it is that we're trying, trying out new hop products, trying out a new yeast strain, um, ways to really coax the best flavors out of certain ingredients and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. So, And then I have all my old books that I continually go back to to kind of refresh myself. Um, yeah. Yep. All right. We're going to take another quick uh, sponsor break, and then... I think uh, when we get back, we should spend a little time getting to know you, Rich, since you're sure sitting there uh, interjecting every once in a while. So thank you, but of course you're just kind of the unknown voice sitting next to uh, the Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just uh, the beard? Is yeah. it my hair? Well, it's, a, it's the whole packet. <laughs> like you just kind of. I came in yeah. in a robe and uh, <laughs> yeah, wearing my best uh, purple sash today. Yeah. <laughs> Knowledge the beard, of the hair. The <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I guess if you had more of the Saints Row garb on, it would be even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good yeah, one. Next time, come in a robe and a halo. And <laughs> I'll do it. Where's my, my Birkenstocks in the middle of winter? <laughs> yeah. We'll do it up. <laughs> All right, so, um, we will be right back. The Uncapped Podcast is brought to you by District East. A lot of Friday and Saturday afternoons, you'll find me at District East for their weekly beer tastings. District East is part of the local beer community, and they get limited releases and exclusive beers that are hard to find anyplace else. This is why I chose District East for the release of my collaboration beers. One of my favorite things to do at District East is building a custom six-pack. With over 900 beers on their shelves and new beers every week, District East is a great place to find beers I love and to discover new and hard-to-find ones. They also have eight beers on tap for Crowler and Growler fills, and they have kegs to go. District East is located on Northeast Street in Frederick, in the same shopping center as Family Mill and Rockwell Brewery. You can find today's beer lists on the District East Facebook page or at www.districteast.beer. All right, Rich, uh, tell us about yourself. Sure, yeah. So when when did you join as the assistant brewer? Um. I don't even know if I officially have a title yet, but uh, <laughs> I guess so. Mini Messiah. Yeah, Mini Messiah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Uh, no, I I started helping out, um, I guess, in the spring of this year, this past year. I guess we're coming up on a year, maybe? I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. To take it all the way, I, I basically have just slowly um, begged and worked my way into the <laughs> Santro community. I, I lived just a half a mile away and was waiting at their door for months when they said they were opening up in June uh-huh. and then July and then August. And then finally they got to open so up. So basically you just showed up and didn't leave. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I went from one side of the bar yeah. to the other side of the bar and then to the, to the brew house. So Tony's like, if you're not going to go away, at least make yourself useful. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, I set a goal and I accomplished it. That's how I, that's how I try to live my life. See, kids, it can be done. Yeah. 
No, but it's it's been great, and uh, you know, I, I don't think I would have chosen to do that if if the you know the beer wasn't so respected by everybody and was so great, and you know, obviously Tony's a you know, super easy guy to work with yeah. and for. So, um, yeah, it's been an awesome experience, and as a very as a veteran beer drinker, I'm, you know, it, it's it's fun to slowly learn the other side of it. So I, but also I think you you have some previous brewery experience before, right? Or yeah, if you want to call it that. Um, <laughs> so I lived in uh, Northeast DC for a spell, and Chocolate City Brewing was like right up the path. I never even heard of them. Yeah, they were. Uh, Do they, they were still fun. exist? No. Okay. They w- they went down in a in a ball of flames, unfortunately. <laughs> but it, it's a crazy story. I won't get into it because I don't know how much. It's- <laughs> But they're, no, they were great guys. They were fun. So we would go up there and help them keg like and they stuff. Kill someone? Like, what? Uh, I well <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, did was, they go to jail for? I selling think there was some bribery and, and some stolen stuff. And I did think a guy left the country. Yeah. Huh. So, <laughs> uh, but it was it was fun going up there and helping them, uh, you know, keg and uh, they'd come down and party with us and stuff at the house and um, we learned some, some home brewing techniques and we tried to do that and screwed up multiple times, but it, you know, it's like the home brewing experience that I'm sure everyone's had. Um, I tried to make a, uh, ocean city brewing joke there, but it just completely, I didn't get it out right. Uh, so I wanted oh, no, to say, what did he do? Should we go, should we go back? No, it won't. Well, I can just say it. Cause I, 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 I was going to say, what was what did he do? Go to jail for selling counterfeit memor- sports memorabilia? <laughs> but now it's not nearly uh, as funny as if well, I would have got it out correctly during that. Well, we can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to it. We'll circle back around. No, people are used to me being moron. <laughs> uh, it's kind of my thing. It looks good <laughs> on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Built an audience. Stu- stupidity. I wear it well. <laughs> That's a T-shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Richard, but you've been, yeah. I mean, he started out as a as a bartender, but he has he was really willing to kind of step in. So I had him come shadow me a couple of days and just eventually just train him up. I mean, essentially it's the same thing that I went through, um, but Union just learning shadowing the brewer, things like that. So Rich is now brewing for me one day a week, and uh, gives me some time at home. So it's been pretty cool my wife lo- loves having a, an assistant brewer so. i imagine so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i do too don't get me wrong i, yeah. I do too i enjoy having that she just well. loves you much more unless you're tight yeah um so how often are you there brewing or just one day okay yeah one day now so i um i was i was uh, you know very close originally and then we moved up here my wife and i moved up here last year so um yeah, you know, just the commute or whatever else. It makes it easier just to get to get down there for the day and hang out. Yeah, yeah. It's not the closest drive from up here. No, well, it's not horrible. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, it's depending terrible. on the time. Yeah, yeah. When Tony makes his big move and starts <laughs> expanding and and really needs a the master brewer to come in so he can go on his trips to Maui or whatever. <laughs> yep, on my yacht. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to convince him he should open in Frederick something, but. Frederick's uh-huh. a beer mecca, man. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to agree with me. I don't disagree with you. We'll <laughs> leave it. We'll leave it. We'll leave it there. I don't disagree with you. We're just trying to figure out what we're gonna do. <laughs> you know, it's like we're looking at expanding. We're looking at. We're definitely looking at. If if I find the perfect spot in Rockville, we're gonna stay right there. Yeah. But we're looking at moving further north. Um, maybe Germantown. There's nothing in Germantown right now, and who knows? Maybe eventually even further north. I don't know. <laughs> 
uh, completely unrelated to you. But at some point, you were asking me about a distillery that was being yeah. built behind you. Did you ever find yeah. out what that was? No, I think they're still in the building process. Okay. Because from what they're I understand, really slow. Then, yeah. Well, was... it's supposed to be a giant, giant venture. So, okay. like, if you if you're if you're down there on Taft Street, all those little off sh- off streets are essentially giant warehouses, just bays and bays on bays. I think the distillery is being put up is they bought the entire building itself and so it's like a multi-million dollar project uh, yeah i've asked a couple people no one has any idea what it is apparently the only one who knows is the other distiller right down the street from us because he told me about it so i was like okay so twin valley okay yeah he, he drove by and told me about it and i was like oh okay. but he won't he won't reveal the secret no no <laughs> so that's what he said i mean he said they're building a distillery right there. So I was like, okay. Well, if anyone's going to know, I guess you would know. So, yeah. Right. If I find out, I'll Let's, let you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious because yeah. you had said whenever it, that it was supposed to be a huge project. but then Yeah. I just still got f- the cranes up there. There's got to be something going on. Maybe that's the school. I kind of like the secrecy, though. Yeah. And now, it's, now I'm interested. Yeah. And, like. then, and now it's – on record so if he was wrong we, everyone can just tell me he's a liar yeah, yeah. they should go go to the establishment <laughs> buy some whiskey and tell him he's a liar <laughs> by the way i brought you a gift yeah um and i'm assuming from what you're saying that you're about recording and stuff that you are also in a band yeah so what? music is another kind of passion and pastime of are mine. you the singer yeah okay you just sound really good on mic. Oh, thanks. So <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to speak into a mic, whereas yeah. I'm just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, every morning I wake up and do vocals. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a little band called Buffalo 40 down in D.C. for a number of years, and um, we don't play out as much as we used to. And we're doing a little studio album now, but, um, yeah, it's fun. It's, you it's know who's a, looking for what kind, what style of music is it? it uh, rock and roll. like Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call that's what you call blowing the mic, Tony. Yeah. Oh, is Tony bad. is Tony your hype man? <laughs> <laughs> Tony would be a sick hype man. Get some uh we'll dress him up like Lamone tattoos. Dress him up like Torment from Game of Thrones and <gasps> throw him out there with an axe. Be sick. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I like Buffalo Forty, they're good. They played at our first anniversary party. Yeah, that was a fun night. You know, but I was gonna say there's a Frederick Brewery that is actively looking and booking more acts. Um, okay, Smoketown Creekside. Oh yeah, I love Smoketown. So uh, you should contact him. And the old cool, on the other side where Attaboy is. Yeah, <laughs> I look how you you went down one road and you quickly did a UE and <laughs> made a left instead. Is that a sense we shouldn't we shouldn't name that? They <laughs> like the place not to be named. <laughs> Just meow. Voldemort. Oh, <laughs> I never got out there. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, I got to the to the new smoke. So I went to their original location. Is it? In, it's in Brunswick, right? Yeah. The old um, fire station there. Yeah. And uh, we just went on a whim. My wife and I were house hunting and stopped in for lunch. And I was like shocked. And so I was I was psyched when they came up to Frederick and got over there. Didn't know they're looking for music. I'll, maybe I'll pop in today. Yeah, they're actually they're going to expand the um, stage and cool. Um, actually, it'll probably. Anyone who's listening to this probably just learned that last week because 
<laughs> we just recorded an episode with them that'll probably be released right before oh, this fine. episode. We were talking about that they're already going to increase the size of the stage because they have some acts that they're going to book oh, cool. that have like 12 people in the it's oh, a, wow. like a ska band. That, yeah, what do you yeah. say? It was like Ryan George Clinton, yeah, the and Bootsy, and people, yeah, oh man. <laughs> I love watching like twelve piece bands fit onto an eight by eight stage. Like the but, horn guys are just like, like But he did book the the Dead Milkman. Or at oh, least the singer from the Dead Milkman. Oh yeah? Yeah. Good on them. Who is it? This is gonna be crazy. I actually have a former classmate from mine in high school who plays at Old Mother all the time. Billy Litz? Billy Litz. Austin Litz. Mm. I don't know. If you look at any of their stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean so. I see it, but I don't I like yeah. you, I don't go anywhere. Yeah, I don't get anywhere. <laughs> Just here to the Frederick News Post, <laughs> once every two and a half years. I'll yeah. check it out on Muller. No, don't worry, I'll get over there. <laughs> it's the only time you're allowed out of the house. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's well. Thanks, Mike, for uh, for uh, having to um, postpone our our brew so that I can come hang out with <laughs> yeah. Chris now and and chit chat. Much more fun than him. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess we still would have been hanging out. Also, that's but, true. That's true. But he would have brought down the fun <laughs> level. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Rich has been a great addition to the team, though. Thanks, yeah. Tommy. Yeah, you're welcome. Definitely the hype man. <laughs> <laughs> we do have one other employee now officially, so we're finally like. Look at I mean, you. so yeah, I know, right? So it's no longer just me and my brother. My, well, my brother's now married, so you've met my brother. Yeah. Whenever they were fiancés, so he's married now. Probably at the brewery at some point. No, yeah. I met him. I think at Cugini's, maybe. Oh, for real? Yeah. I think oh, so. dang. Or maybe it was at the brewery. I don't know, man. It's such a small world. Was he know. singing? No, he's a he's a musical theater guy. Okay, so I was singing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did sing to me. I don't know. Like that's how he taught. I like, wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Yeah. He just came up to me like musical style, broken the song. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, <laughs> that's my brother for you. Then looked at me strange when I like wouldn't <laughs> respond. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So we I uh, hadn't read the script though, so I didn't. <laughs> yeah, line. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we're um we're finally uh bringing other people in on board that are not just family, which is I mean it's cool. Our family's growing, our brewery mm-hmm. family's growing, so we have a couple other bartenders now. But one of them, we have like a full time bartender who's pretty much just taking over all my brewing shifts. So I no longer really work behind the bar. Nice. Yeah. So if I'm there, I'm just, I'm just so lazy. I know. <laughs> I know. That's what they all tell me. But um, yeah, it's been fun. Hopefully, you still hang out though in the. Yeah. Yeah, like in the tap room. Yeah, but now I get the to hang out. other side of the bar. Yeah, I put them to work again. Like, I'm just like, nice. get me a beer, please. Yeah. <laughs> please and thank you. I don't even say please. I just say, yeah. Yeah. Beer. Now. Beer. Yeah. What is it? The office? Beer me that soda? Yeah. Beer me. Hey, beer me. Beer me that water. Beer me that water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer me that malt beverage. So, we're having fun. Things are going well. You know, we're a tiny little spot, but it's still good times. I, I feel like if you weren't having fun, you were doing, like, Ugh. you should probably go do something else then. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm too far in, though. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's not working anymore. She's like, oh. I just got to, st- no, here we go. Let me open this up. <laughs> I, I would just, I was going to say earlier, uh, even though now I'm, you know, somewhat a part of the brewery or whatever, but I still come from from kind of a fan perspective and just the, uh, we were talking about Crooked Run and the small location and the small beginnings, but you know everybody that comes in and knows Santorell, they they relish that. They like that there's no TVs to get wrapped up in some sports thing without music on, or just noise on, and 
you're there to kind of communicate and talk about beer and talk about your day, and it's really community-based. Um, and Tony's on a, you know, that from day one, that was his goal and his mission, and um, I, and I think that that truth really comes out in everything about the business, and I think that's why people who come there really enjoy it uh, for what it is. So hopefully when you do decide to expand, you're able to maintain a lot of that. Yeah, we're just culture. never going to get TVs. We're just never going to get them. That saves you money, too. That, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, this I is like really <laughs> this is really good. Thank you. Yeah, so this last one we brought with us, um, this is actually Rich's first uh, solo brew. Oh, he did this one. Yeah, good job. So his first brew without me, and I told my wife I was like, I'm leaving Rich to brew today. She's like, What's he brewing? And I said, He's brewing Dark Necessities. And she's like, Are you sure? <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> well, well, this well, is the beer. That's a bold move. <laughs> it was, well, she did tell me. <laughs> you, you've been hyping this beer up and teasing it and making a yeah. big deal about it. Yeah. Are you sure you want the new guy to yeah. brew it? Sent that idiot down there to <laughs> take care of your best beer? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So this is probably one of, I would say, the top five, top three beers that people expect and want yeah. whenever they yeah. come. Yeah. And so it only comes out once. Well, I, I take that back. It comes out twice a year. Uh, every winter, right before, or so on New Year's Eve, not New Year's Eve, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve, we always do a release, um, which is just like bottles, or now we're running in cans, yeah. cans on New Christmas Eve of this, which is Dark Necessities. It's an imperial coffee milk stout. Um, we use coffee from Mayorga Organics, which is the roastery right up the street from us. Solid team. Uh, those are great guys. I love working with them. Their their mission and like just the staff there, they're amazing people. And so we have a very like mind approach to how we want to do business. And I, I love working with them. Are you a coffee drinker? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. I love the way it smells. It does smell good. Yeah, you know what I mean? I just I can't bring myself to to drink it. I drink yeah. a lot of coffee exclusively Mayorga. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bag of Mayorga on my desk. Yeah. Yeah. So they're great. I didn't realize New they sponsor. were local. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're well now. They're now they're. I mean, they're opening a facility in Miami too now. So okay. they're they're getting really big. But they're like in all the Costco's up and down the east. Yeah, coast. Whenever, yeah. I I buy a bag. I buy a couple bags of it every okay. time they're in the Costco. Yeah. At, um, up here, it's good yeah. stuff. It's good stuff. And it's just for someone who doesn't even enjoy coffee. Like, whenever we do anything with them, we go and we try all the different types of uh, grinds and roasts to see what kind what we want to fit within our flavor what's profile a, what's in this one so this one is a uh, sumatran coffee which is uh, even for sumatran that's because sumatran is very expressive very earthy really bold they actually do this as a medium roast okay um, um and then we cold brew it and then blend it in right before packaging but so this is an imperial coffee milk stout i think it's about nine percent and um we conditioned it with cinnamon vanilla cacao and cayenne pepper so you just basically went through the brewing through everything you had in yeah exactly essentially <laughs> well because my mom is from central america yeah. like a lot of central american hot hot chocolates okay. have these kind of flavor components and so we were going for something very similar to that and so like i said it comes out twice a year once on christmas eve in cans and and then on draft the fall like the it's following so time. good i appreciate it yeah it's um it's like i said it's one of those beers that people look forward to kind of like all year and then in the spring We'll release the barrel aged version. So this is sitting in barrels right now, and did we're releasing. Did you can it. that last year? We did did can that last year. Okay. Yeah, 
I yeah. think I have a can of that. It's still. possible. It's one of the designs that I did, so it looks very uh, <laughs> Microsoft it Word. Was it was a. It was. A, it's a black oh, it label. Okay. But I it looks like there's a black look. hole or something in it. And it's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have that. I Obviously, Ben did a much better job with <laughs> Windows 95 MS <laughs> Paint. Uh, what is it? Kid Picks. I use yeah. Kid Picks to make my designs. <laughs> I've stepped away from that. So probably a yeah. good. It's about the spot. beer, man. It's all right. <laughs> But yeah, so this one's going to come out again. We actually, so we released the barrel age version in time because we actually try to send it to the Maryland Beer Competition. Okay. Um, and so we want to make sure we have enough time to get that in the tanks. And oh, you actually, you won at least one thing at the yeah, competition we, this year, right? Yeah, we took uh, two medals home That's this okay. past year. Yeah, which but totally floored me. What were they in um, for? We took bronze and American IPA. Um, for a single hop Completely series. Completely non-competitive yeah. category. Not at all, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we took bronze for, it was an all Nelson hopped American IPA. So, I mean, cheater hop, I mean. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not fair. You also enter some obscure category that you know there's not going to be any competition. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and then even more obscure category, we uh, we took gold in the hazy IPA, which, yeah. I did. Uh, what? Which one? That was hazadelic. Uh, no, or... um, beating the Kobayashi. So I don't know if I had that one then. Uh, I don't think so. No, it went that one, quick. It went real fast. Well, we brewed it. We br- obviously we brewed it sometime in in the spring, and we yeah. sent it to competition. I sent it. I was like, whatever. I have this thing available, and I could put it in cans pretty easily to send to competition. I thought nothing. I honestly thought Rainbow Connection would have done better uh-huh. than Kobayashi, but Kobayashi uh, won. So we brewed it again. Um, to release because after we find out the results there's there's a couple there's a little bit of time before they actually make those public and so we tried to time that we had it ready to go but then we weren't allowed to tell people that we were releasing a, a award winning beer so we just released it <laughs> stupid <just> really, rules <laughs> yeah, it's all good <laughs> but so uh yeah we, we took uh we took gold with why that. aren't you wearing your medals <sighs> I don't know. He's, it's a, he's it's, gilded them down yeah. into a watch. <laughs> it, I, it's a good thing I don't win anything because I probably would walk around wearing I was going to melt it down and get some caps in my teeth or something. <laughs> or a grill. A grill. The top would be gold. The bottom would be bronze. Yeah. That would be a good look for you. I think so. Bring this all look, all, all together. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. So we're going to – yeah. So we uh, we took – Congratulations. Took, and thank you. This yeah. year you'll be at uh, Revive. We'll then, be at Revive, right? yeah. Unless – yeah, we'll be there. We I sent my brother Patrick and his uh, fiance at the time. I sent them because – That's where I talked to him. Is that where you him met at, them? Okay. Yes. It was at Revive. So, of course, he was singing and dancing and cutting a rug. and <laughs> Revive. Uh, <laughs> I've seen all the pictures. They had – they had, honestly, yeah, they had a great time. I was just so tired from that weekend that I had, because we had won a gold medal, we got invited to attend the following night um, for Revive. Yeah. Yeah. So I sent them, um, and they represented well. I mean, they're prettier faces than me, so. I don't know. They don't have the, <laughs> they don't have the flowing locks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be heading back. I think this year, so the way Revive, I mean, yeah, we're going to, I think we're going to partner with Gillies. To do, uh, oh cool, yeah, some sliders. Do you get to pick who? I think we do. Okay. Uh, based on the f- really few conversations I've had with other brewers, I think we get to pick. Okay. Um, and so we're gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Gillies, probably in the next couple of weeks because we're gonna have actually Kobayashi is getting re-released next week. Oh, I'm sorry, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's can't gone. Have it. Can't have it. Sorry guys. Um, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna re-release it, 
And so we're going to go to Gilly's and bring some by and try to get a flavor profile down. We're going to probably do like sliders or something like that. The food at Revive was so good this year. Yeah. I mean, it was good the first year too, but this year it was so good. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well, when was it? Oh, no. Well, the thing is, my wife was like a month before. Yeah. Yeah. She was like doing a month. to come to the picnic. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And she was tired. She was like, I'm not going tomorrow night, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to going back. And then we'll send a couple of new beers uh, for this coming year. So it should be fun. Are you going to do any of the festivals this year? We are just starting. Yeah. So we're just starting to get into doing festivals. We did uh, Rocktoberfest in Rockville uh, right down the street from us. Yeah. And it was our first real ex- – it was the first festival we've done. Uh, it, was a, it was a blast. We had a good time. Uh, we got to see a lot of folks that we see regularly. But then a lot of people were exposed to us who – Oddly enough, even though we're you know right there in Rockville, had never heard of us. Which, I mean, it's okay. I'm I'm happy that there are people who don't know who we are yet, because yeah. it means that there's still a lot of people who we can kind of bring into the fold. But um, yeah, I think we're gonna start doing festivals. I need to get myself all straightened out, but we're probably gonna do the one up here in Frederick, um, at least that one for sure. Definitely should. Yeah, and then we'll we'll figure it out from there. What about um, Love Thy Beer, which is coming up? It soon. is coming up soon. May have already I, happened. Yes. But. Uh, I don't <laughs> think that we're going to be at Love Thy Beer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that one, it, I think you have to request. I don't know how they do that one. I don't know. I feel like but I would have gotten, I would have seen the email for it. And for some reason, and it's possible that I just it got lost in the midst of everything else yeah. I have going in. But there, it's a smaller space. There's a lot fewer people there than, um, from what I understand, they're expanding. Um the Maryland Craft Beer Festival oh, yeah. this year, the one that's in Frederick along the creek, like it's going another block down the oh, wow. creek to, so <laughs> that more breweries can be there and that there's more space. And to, people haven't fallen in the water yet? It no, hasn't happened yet? Somehow. That's they, wow. It's just amazing. Yeah. Somehow no one has ever fallen in there. Oh, man. It's just a matter of time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I, a matter of time. Yeah. And or just... Maybe people are respectful when they yeah, go to that festival. Go. Fair enough. It's a good festival. And shameless plug, my buddies were the uh, band. Soltet was the band there uh, last year, and they're great. So check them out. They're cool. But are they going to go? Which way are they going to go? Uh, further down, like towards where Idiom and Attaboy are. Like oh, okay. Crossing over yeah, yeah, yeah. E Street. Sure. I guess that makes sense. So I'm not sure how they're going to do that because – you kind of run out the of roads space, there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you know Frederick better than I'm. I'm gonna send Rich to work the festival. See, <laughs> he's got a truck. He could pack in, pack out. Yeah. I sent myself last year for industry research. <laughs> there you go. Didn't you like make like a like sprinted it? Yeah, I did. I was there the last hour of it, and I just kind of worked through the whole thing. It's whatever's left open. Yeah, I enjoyed it the first time I worked it. That was yeah back in Union 2012 was the first time I worked it. And it was significantly smaller then. Yeah, there yeah. was a, it was only like maybe the one block section. Yeah. The, yeah. the first year it's grown, it's expanded I was right next to the stage, which kind of sucked, but yeah, they always are. <laughs> it's all good. It was a fun event. So yeah, I think we'll probably do that this year and we'll pick and choose once to do after that. Cuz it's just hard cuz we have such a limited volume. Yeah. And so we did the Rocktoberfest one um it only made sense. We were right down the street from there, and we just made it, yeah made the most of it. It was fun. Do you have any other collaborations coming up? We do. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Oh my gosh, we're doing the one with uh with Mike and Idiom. 
We're doing that crazy concept collaboration with <laughs> the Saints Row Brewing Company. He and I have been <laughs> in communication. Um, for some reason, I'm, I'm blanking. I thought I had another one on the books, but I'm sure whenever I miss the brew day, they'll, yeah, they'll be like, hey, dude, uh, where I you remember, at? Remember how we were supposed to do that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I can't I can't think of any off the top of my head. But, oh, you know what? We, we, we're actually – I mean, we're almost always – Brewing collaboratively with Drew Respite. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. we probably so have, we have something coming up with them again. We have a release with them, so uh, probably very soon. So um, for Valentine's Day last year, we had uh, it's called It Had to Be You. So we both, it was a concept brew. So they brewed a version, we did one. Um, last year it was a Imperial Oatmeal Stout aged in barrels and then with conditioned with fruit. So theirs was in whiskey barrels with raspberries. Ours was in bourbon barrels with yeah. sweet cherry. Yeah. I think I only got to try your version of it. I didn't have any of theirs. Oh, okay. Um, I have the glass from it sitting on my desk. There you go. That's a lovely little tumbler. But uh, this year we're doing it again, so it had to be 2020. Okay. Uh, This year it's going to be Imperial Coffee Stouts. Ours is being aged in rum barrels with coconut, and theirs is, I believe, being aged in maple barrels. Nice. Yeah. So, And then we're choosing two different coffees. So I'm not sure what kind of coffee they're choosing. We're we're using a natural process bean from Mayorga, and w- that means is the actual coffee bean is dried within the cherry, so it imparts a little bit of like oh. a sweet cherry kind of flavor profile it's to like the an coffee bean type thing. Mm-hmm. So well, here let's um let's take one more quick sponsor break, cool. and then we can uh, wrap things up and finish up with anything we have left to talk about. Cool. You can now find the latest Spanish beers and ciders at Tinsel a Valentine's pop-up bar located at 3619 Buckystown Pike. Because why celebrate love on just one day when you can celebrate all month? Tinsel is open Thursday through Sunday until February 29th. For more information, go to their Facebook page at Tinsel at Buckystown MD. I like um, not only just the beer, but the concept and the name of when you made East Broody Drive. Or oh, or was it? Yeah. Yeah, East Broody yeah. Drive with uh, with True Respite. Yeah, like, yeah, we're always doing collaborations with them. I mean, it makes sense. They're right yeah. up the street from us. We have a good thing going. It's like almost exactly a mile, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's so funny. We so this would be the second year we've done it. I mean, they've only been open two years. Yeah, this would be the second year we've done it. But last, so the first year, we have a mac and cheese cook-off. Yeah, I, re- so, I wanted to yeah, go to that, but I'd it's fun. It's fun. You so we ended up split. We split the contestants between the two breweries. So you have to go to both breweries if you want to try all of them. Okay, and you you vote for your favorite. But like we got a shuttle, so like we rented oh, a shuttle. Awesome. So like we were shuttling people back and forth. So uh, it's yeah, it's fun having them up the street. I mean, I love working with with Kenny, and Brendan, and Bailey and their team they have over there. Um, and we we're always looking towards uh, collaborative beers, and so we're gonna be brewing one this month in February. Um, it's, I don't want to divulge too much, but it's, it's another concept beer. And so it's going to be a a beer we're splitting three ways for, uh, three different specific flavor profiles. So we're splitting the base three ways. So it should be fun. Yeah. I like, I like things like that where it's like you take this, do different twists to see how they turn out the different ways. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to doing that one. We've kind of been talking about doing it for a while. It's just a matter of finding the right time. And now that, like, obviously winter, things kind of tend to slow down production-wise. It's, like, the right time for us to go ahead and try something new and unique. Uh, so it'll be good times. 
I'm fairly certain that Beach Drink will make a return this year. I'll have to get my hands on some more of it. We didn't get quite enough last year. With possibly a different fruit this time, though. Okay. So not strawberry lemonade, but... Yeah. Okay. Like a different type of lemonade. I don't know. We haven't... It, there's only been a couple text messages right. sent back and forth. So I mean, raspberries always go with lemonade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else is good with lemonade? I don't want to give you too many of my secrets because yeah. <laughs> we just we just did the salted lime wit yeah, and people were great. Really so good. we might do a salted lime lager. Uh, that could be coming. good. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like you know a salt rim with a little lime inside yeah. your Corona? You know, just we'll just do a salted lime lager. Why not? Yeah. Have you you haven't done any like heavily fruited lactose sours, right? Not in a long time. Oh, so you have? Yeah, we have. We had one that came out. Oh, it was a long time ago. It was called "You Got a Cute Way of Talking." Again, these <laughs> names. Uh, um, it was. How a, do you come up with your beer name? Ah, uh, jeez. It's usually just if if I have. I mean, I got my headphones in and I'm brewing and I'm making the schedule for the next couple months or whatever. And like my playlist is just my inspiration essentially. Okay. So whatever that song is, you know. Like a lyric gets stuck yeah. in your head. or a Yeah, a lyric. So we have a beer coming out. It's called, i got to make sure I say it right because I don't want to jack up the lyric. It's butterflies and moonbeams and rainbows and fairy tales. I think it's the line. It's a Jimi Hendrix line. Um, Little Wing, the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, so usually it's things like that. What else do we have that's Dark Necessities obviously speaks for itself. By the way, when I saw that on the, on the I like something touched me on, on the heart. <laughs> the guitarist like, in you. This guy's putting Little Wing on the board. I love it. <laughs> yep. I mean, Beast and the Harlot is an Avenged Sevenfold song. You know, all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's usually. You should do a Nickelback series. <laughs> <laughs> I want what people to come to the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is that? Because just a bad six. Pack. It would just be funny. <laughs> uh, oh man, what was I saying though? What did we? What were we just talking about? Oh, like heavily fruited sours. Yeah, so yeah. we're also we're also doing another one that I'm releasing. Uh, what well, would have been out by the time this comes out? Did you follow the 450 North controversy? I mean, a at all? little, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Just to, just because it, it took over my feed, and I was yeah, like, all right, I may as well just read what's going on. Um, yeah, that's that's nuts. I how do could do you even see how that could happen? I mean, without. Not throwing shade, right? You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it well, makes sense. If you're no one there, will hear this. <laughs> I mean, probably um, <laughs> I, <laughs> until somebody sends yeah. it to them. Oh, man, you know what, though? If they, I mean, I mean, they, I don't, they kind of deserve it. Well, and they have to know that they look is. stupid. It, I don't know how, yeah. I mean, again, and for anyone from, not familiar with it, they were selling beer that was labeled as eight percent alcohol, right? The problem was that it was eight percent alcohol, and then they filled it with fruit juice a lot of fruit juice diluted then, the alcohol yeah. yeah i mean i could i can understand the frustration i mean i understand why the frustration i mean like for, especially for us like we price things according to how yeah. expensive they are to make and granted like fruit is an expensive uh, thing to add to your yeah. beer but when you're pricing you know an eight percent nine percent beer and you're only coming out with sub three percent product you know like abv product it's it's hard for the consumer to rationalize like why am i paying this much for something that costs you yeah. know what i mean um so yeah, I, I don't know what went on over there. What kind? Where, where the ball was dropped? But I mean, on our like on our end, like there are certain calculations we take whenever we do like a fruited beer or something that's whatever with coffee. I mean, coffee like does account for dilution. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, 
I mean, you want to think that it wasn't malice and just give him the benefit of the doubt and it's a bad screw-up, but... I don't know which is worse. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, at least, yeah. I would think it'd be nice... It's probably better just to be like, we just... We dropped the ball. Sorry, that was stupid. Yeah. Whereas yeah. opposed to like, if they did it on purpose, lying like, oh, is worse. <laughs> lying is definitely worse. <laughs> lying is worse than being stupid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah. you get a pass for making a mistake. But I, I love their solution to the problem too. I didn't read that. They're gonna stop advertising the APV of <sighs> those beers. Are they gonna keep charging the same price? Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of backlash, so I don't yeah. know if they'll be able to get as much. I don't think so. And again, like I said, like, I mean, I haven't done, I haven't, I don't have the math off the top of my head. I don't know how heavily fruited they are, but like fruit is an expensive thing too. From what I understand, yeah. the, those are like the, I, I've never had one of them. They're called slushies, but yeah. I, I think they're like dreams. Yeah. Like where it's basically what I've heard. just yeah. fruit juice. Mm-hmm. I just had one from Dewey though. It was really good. Was it called Thrill or Thrillo or something? I don't know. Someone brought it to me. Blueberry, raspberry, marshmallow. I was like, how the hell do you get marshmallow? But yeah, it was pretty tasty. It was, I mean, obviously when you pour out a beer, you you see the beer coming out. Yeah, like yeah. this one, like was like a slow pour. Like it was not in like a bad thick way, but it was yeah. like dang, there's like a lot of viscosity on that. But <laughs> it was, I mean, it was yummy. My wife loved it. I gave her most of it because she wanted it. But um, yeah, yeah I, that's the kind of guy he is. I try, but I, I feel like that's kind of like would make like, even me as a moron knows that if you, you you have an a something that's a certain abv right if you add stuff to it that does not contain alcohol that so i just been yeah. like when reading through all that it was just yeah it, and i know some people even ask me it's like, but about it it depends on how they go about the fruit i mean whether they ferment on fruit and if they don't ferment they on fruit it, they don't ferment from yeah, what i understand see, they just add it yeah. at the end and even if you ferment it on fruit you're still that i mean more often than not fruit is not as sugar the sugar content's not as usually as high as like wort especially like an eight nine ten percent wort you know yeah so it would still dilute it yeah i'm not sure i don't know what happened there i don't know if we'll ever know probably not i (laughs) will i mean the the next thing will right something else will happen yeah Yeah. but um yeah we we actually are having a heavily fruited sour coming out in a week or so (laughs) non-diluted (laughs) non-diluted we just uh, yeah eight percent it's no um, See, apparently it started just, as eight. You can just put five. that on yeah. the can if you want. <laughs> I think this will be more drinkable. It'll be like five, five and a half. Uh, yeah, blueberry, raspberry, blackberry. Nice. I will say though that the cute way of talking was like one of the most popular beers. Jeez, oh, that thing went crazy. It was like it was a really went, people went nuts. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Is it um, just the fruit or is it like the cobbler? style? No, just straight. I mean, fruit and obviously milk sugar. Yeah, create that like nice creamy texture. But it's just, yeah, just the three fruits. Um, that one's called gummy berry juice. So I don't know if anyone here used to watch gummy bears growing up, the cartoon. I feel like I did because that sounds really familiar. Yeah. I'll have to look that up to see if it – was yeah. that like Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, something like that. Hannah Barbara, is that? Yeah. I have to thank like you that. again uh, for because it's uh, it was the last dregs of the bar the other night and – two guys left and that gummy bear sparked a conversation of <laughs> is 90s, there gummy bears in it <laughs> 90s cartoons and oh, we just geez. went on for the last hour before closing about talking that's about fun 90s cartoons and it was good yeah i'm looking forward to that one it's good to have a yeah i definitely watched that yeah so <laughs> gummy berry juice coming Confirmed. out it'll be fun are you gonna can that one probably yeah so very limited run on cans just because Did you do the artwork 
I did not do the artwork on that one. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't do the artwork on that one. I was going to be like, poor Steve. He's one of our other designers. Steve, that wasn't a slight. <laughs> no, he, Steve, did, uh, he's done a couple of my designs. He did. We had one called Talk to Me Goose. It was a California common uh, hopped like an IPA. So he did one. That one's pretty cool. It looks like the guy's helmet from yeah, 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 yeah. It was Top Gun. Cool. Yeah, he's done Are a couple. Are you excited about the sequel? I am. I saw it the trailer for awesome. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer for it. I'm pretty, pretty excited. It's kind of cool to see like those kind of movies are coming yeah. back. Cause, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I haven't seen the Star Wars movie. I, I like, I like Star Wars. I like those movies. I like the superhero movies. But sometimes it's nice to just have some kind of nostalgic that's not crazy over the top like i i went to see star wars in the imax theater okay and one of the previews was top gun oh it sounded amazing <laughs> yeah it's like the movie to maintain the movie theater yeah and every time that because basically the trailer is just cut scenes of yeah. jets flying by so every time they would do one of those cuts and you would just hear the engines roar my daughter like jumped five feet and scared because it would like shake the, yeah. it was yeah. shaking the theater it's real jets it's not cgi like, <laughs> tom cruise is like let me fly one of those yeah. things he's probably actually flying it he's too, probably actually flying it yeah and he jumps out of it or something yep <laughs> so we had to delay filming for six months because tom cruise broke his leg falling jumping <laughs> yes. out of a Fucking have an F12. <laughs> um, I'm out of things to talk about. That's cool, man. We I just wanted to come hang out. Got me out of the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got me out of the house. Got me come up here. I, I have some things. I got to go pick up our old kegs from Roast House as Although, well. Speaking too. Yeah. of your look, have you watched Messiah on Netflix? I have not. I don't do anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not even doing something. That's, that's like true. Flopping what on the couch. Been, no, I've been watching The Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, I finished that already. Yeah. Well, That's I had to amazing. watch it again because my wife didn't watch it. So I, she's like, will you watch it? I was like, yeah, sure. I ordered a, a beer glass that um, has Baby Yoda on it three times. <laughs> I really they was just, half tempted to make a Baby Yoda beer. I don't know why you're not. I just had to find the right time because we're going to – I want to – yeah. I want to do a Baby Yoda beer. Why not? Well, you should hurry up. Yeah, yeah someone else I don't, do I don't Time's think... passing. He's and coming I mean, back. Sure. He's coming back season two I know, in the fall. But you, like, you don't want to do it after like, every brewery. I mean, there's probably there has to be a bunch that have already done. When it. I looked yeah. at it, there was nothing on Untapped. You could just call it Baby Yoda. Don't forget, and just do it a couple months after the show's over. Or just so, name it. This is the way. Oh, because I, I also spoken. there's another yeah one of those. Because there's also another awesome glass I'm gonna order. That's Baby Yoda wearing Mandalorian armor. Oh, I think I've seen and that. And then on the other side, it says This is the way. That's cool, dude. He'd be he'd be one tough Mandalorian. So, um, yeah, name the beer This Is The Way. Okay. And then just contact that artist and use it. That Do you have Untapped open? No. No, okay. I think you're, th- you're speaking to a niche market right there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, eh, it doesn't Everything matter. we do is a niche market. Please. Yeah. <laughs> We're a small three-barrel brewery. <laughs> have you heard of Saints Row? Nah, niche market. So. <laughs> but yeah, we'll There's... see. We might do a Baby Yoda. Have you ever heard of pea flour yeah. being in beer? Pea flour? Pea flour. It's like a, something that you that use in is. tea. It's, it's, like, a, it's like, a, like a flower bud. And depending on the pH of the liquid, it'll change the color of the liquid. Like either like real bright royal blue, purple, oh. magenta. Like so, you can get one to make it bright green. I don't know if it would work for green. I don't know if it fills that color spectrum. Okay. But maybe there, maybe there's something out there. Oh, I'm sure something you put in. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, old mother had um, uh, one of the, part of their um, 
I think it was one of the Sucker Punch series okay. beers. Oh, yeah. And they made a variant of it for um, Halloween named Necro Cooler. I and did see that. It was they they just use food dye. Yeah. And yeah. it was like bright green though. Man, that's cool. Like neon green. I just need to find something that's fluorescent. So you put a black light on it. It's just like that'd that's be cool. cool. I don't know. I think I'd be afraid to drink something that <laughs> but responded you wouldn't know. to the black light. You wouldn't know yeah, though. until after I already ingested <laughs> yeah. it and then Tony's yeah. like, Hey, look what this does. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna die you go in the bathroom. <laughs> until you went home into your black right room and you're like, Oh, it's close. Oh, Tide man. does. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting to that generation, right? Yeah. The Tide Pods? Yeah, yeah. Who did yeah. that one? Black Flag? Did they do Tide Pods? Or Oh, some, yeah. They did right? do some Hop Pods. Hop Pods. That's hop right. pods. Oh, man. But it the um it looked like a it t- the, like used the tide orange colors. Tide. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. So many good beers. But uh, yeah, man. We just figured I'd come hang out, chit-chat a little bit, bring you some of our beers since... The first time I came, I feel like such an idiot. The first time I came, I didn't bring you anything. Oh yeah, we, I, yeah. we talked smack on. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we may have though. It's all good. You know me better now, <laughs> so now you know better. And apparently, half system. <laughs> you don't really have a can to spare. It's like, you had to come to me. Well, you're very lucky. I was able to part with the can of Dark Necessities. Yeah. When well, when you brought that, I was kind of surprised to see one. I'm like, whoa, that's like. Full disclosure, I completely forgot that was in the walk-in. <laughs> I completely forgot I had a four pack in there. So, but uh, that's the one beer my wife said that she would leave me for. So, <laughs> she's yeah, she said and it. And you so. didn't brew it. <laughs> that's why I was like, it's not happening. Rich brewed it. But. That is a beautiful can, though. I love it. It's great. I mean, I don't know how we're gonna. I mean, we're probably we're obviously gonna keep that can for next year's release, but I'm not sure what we're gonna do with the uh, the barrel age version. Like the barrel age, we might just might throw a sticker on there or something that says barrel age. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm not a designer, so I'm not even gonna start to give bad ideas. Yeah, just <laughs> barrel aged. <laughs> just throw Chris Sands' picture on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somehow that sells beer. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah i appreciate it that's a that's a stellar design ben who like we talked about yeah. he does some stuff with old mother and a couple other people he did that one so we have like four designers who do random stuff for me all the time so you could pick them out though if you come to the brewery and you look up top the bar you see all our cans we've ever done you could pick out who's done what because yeah there's yeah. a pretty distinct um design aesthetic yeah. to them yep so but yeah it's been fun man but yeah you should watch messiah all right i'll okay. check it out I've, told, I've been told I need to watch freaking Game of Thrones because this Tormund guy or whatever. I, only the first two seasons. Yeah, don't waste your time. It ends yeah. horribly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just YouTube, best of. Best, best of, of Tormund? Tormund. Yeah. Just watch the best a of. A highlight clip of Tormund? Yeah. yeah. Ending was so awful. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> and the right lighting, though, it is uncanny. Really? Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> He's one good-looking dude. That Tormund character. Crazy eyes though, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, good. That, I could try. That's good approach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank you for coming out. Thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, actually, Graham, remind me, I didn't give you any whiskey. Oh, sweet. Um, but I guess I was. Are you gonna come up for the brew day, Rich, next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here, so I will see both of you again next week. Fantastic. Thank you much. Um, I got to say, if you go back and look at our first interview, my 
I've, I've told you now, but I'm not a spirits guy. So that first time you asked me to try it, it wasn't, it hadn't been barely or nothing. No, right. It's much, much better now. Oh, it was it, not because it wasn't good, but I don't do like liquor. Yeah. My gosh, that was a, that was tough for me to swallow. I'm not a, because it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't bad. It's just not my thing. I'm going to let know? the guys in McClintock know you said it's awful. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I'm not going to have one because I got a, <laughs> a lot to do this afternoon. <laughs> um, so thank you guys oh, for good. coming. Uh, thank you everyone it. for watching and listening. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Graham, for coming in early so that there'd be video. What a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Uncapped is brought to you with support from McClintock Distilling, Maryland's first and only organic certified distillery. They are well known for their award-winning gin and are rapidly growing a name for themselves for their matchstick bourbon and bootjack rye whiskey that have both won double gold at international spirits competitions. You can visit them in historic downtown Frederick along Carroll Creek for tours and tastings. Go to McClintockDistilling.com for more information. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.